And now the podcast about a group of friends who had never seen Arrested Development and the one podcaster who had no choice but to get them all together. This is Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. Anyang and welcome to another episode of Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. I'm your host, John, and joining me as always are my esteemed co-hosts, Peter, Charlie, and Roy Howard. I mean, Geo. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. What's up? Roy Howard at your service. How goes? Before we recorded, Geo was uh, doing his impression of the Arrested Development intro, and he said, did that sound like Roy Howard? It did not sound like Roy Howard. Well, did it? Did it sound like Roy <laughs> Howard or not? It did not sound like Roy Howard. <laughs> or maybe it does. I don't know what Roy Howard sounds like. He's a famous, famous everything. All right. Wonderful. Well, today we are discussing episode 21 of season one of Arrested Development, which is not without my daughter. So according to IMDb, in this episode, police attempt to pin Kitty's disappearance on Michael. Meanwhile, Michael brings Maybe along with him for Take Your Daughter to Work Day. All right, so let's jump right on in. Geo, what are your thoughts on this episode? Yeah, I like this episode. It was a it was a good episode. I had a few chuckle moments um, that I'll talk about in in the future and later on in the, in the podcast. But uh, it was a decent episode. All right, a decent episode. How about Peter? What do you got? Um, I think it was a pretty decent episode. Um, probably not one of my favorites, but I enjoyed it. All right, very good. And Charles W. Chuck Noel, what do you got for us? <laughs> I thought it was an okay episode. I will say it was also not one of my favorites, but I did get a kick out of the fact that it was Bring Your Daughter to Work Day, and it was universal. Everyone brought their <laughs> daughter to work day, so... I thought that was really cute. Well, let's uh, let's jump right in to that topic. So, uh, yeah, what are some things you noticed about all the people with their daughters? I think one of my favorites was the security guard, or the not the security guard, the the officer at the at the jail. Yeah, the prison no officer. Touching. No touching and his daughter, like, really getting into it. Yeah, she was one of my favorites. And her, her self-esteem was through the roof. Through the roof. You won't be she... seeing her on Girls with Low Self-Esteem. <laughs> her and also the security guard at the shopping center who busted Job for shoplifting. I think the two of them are uh, going places for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you were busted by a 13-year-old girl. I see George Michael got a little interaction there. <laughs> I thought it was funny that a Bluth worker brought his daughter to work via the Girls with Low Self-Esteem video. And he was sharing it with his coworkers. That was an <laughs> oh, yeah. interesting proud. way to interpret that. And his girl was in the video, right? His daughter was in the video. But just to be clear, there's really no such thing as bring your daughter to work day. There's bring your kids to work day, but it doesn't differentiate between sons or daughters. It's just bring your kids. So this was very specifically made up to have this running gag to exclude George Michael. Maybe it's a California thing. <laughs> it's just not it's just not a thing. It's bring your kids to work day. <laughs> You're or right. bring your sons and daughter to work day. <laughs> I like the how Barry brought his this girl to work and he's like, I didn't know you had a daughter. And it's like, she's not my daughter. And she was like, I thought you liked me when I call you daddy or something like that. It was funny. <laughs> Go wait for daddy in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Barry. What a rascal. Very different than uh, other roles that he's been in. Love it. Like the ones with Roy Howard, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Them in uh, Happy Nights. Happy Nights, exactly. <laughs> 
Happy nights. <laughs> the Donzarelli, right? All right. Gio, what's the topic you got for us today? I thought it was funny when in the beginning of the show episode where George Michael was pretending to be a girl and he's like, hey, dad, they're out of sanitary napkins in the ladies' washroom. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael just got really into it. And I like how uh, uh, maybe and Tobias can fall asleep so quickly. Like in a split second, they can fall asleep. I know someone like that. They can just fall asleep and start snoring just like that. I saw Peter do that when we saw Lincoln in theaters. <laughs> 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 is that the one with daniel day lewis right yeah i like that movie me too i did too peter did you like it no i did not <laughs> <laughs> and i i thought it was pretty crazy that they were showing like uh vhs boxes or dvd boxes of girls and with low self-esteem and one of them was in santo domingo <laughs> which is the capital city of dominican republic that's pretty cool yeah i, I didn't notice that good eye geo I did not notice that as well. It said Las Vegas, uh, Orlando, and Santo Domingo. I wonder if any of your family members are in there. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to take pride in, Gino. Just say it. I thought it was crazy, I said. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. I didn't think pride in I thought it was crazy. You seem pretty excited about it. Because <laughs> you never see that. Like, that was an old episode, too. You never see people promoting Dominican Republic that an old up it's more of like a new thing where people go to for their honeymoons and weddings and stuff. Well now potentially they can go see women girls with low <laughs> self esteem. Yep. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right. Peter, what's the topic you had for us? Speaking of girls with low self esteem, I like that callback and um, I, I thought it was funny when Michael and Tobias were having their discussion about maybe and and Joe brings in the video and Michael goes, is that what you want? And and Tobias is like, oh, God, no. And he's like, because this could be where your daughter is headed. And he's like, oh, no, no, I, I don't want that for maybe either. So he's like <laughs> double entendre there. I thought that was pretty funny. And then in the video, Job got pretty upset when he was not shown in the best light. And they were like specifically saying, if you like magic, look away. And they were like bashing him. I thought that was pretty funny. So girls with low self-esteem led to Job with low self-esteem. Oh, it's true. It's true. Speaking of Tobias during that scene, I think he reiterated a couple times at a new catchphrase, which I don't remember him saying before, but he kept on saying douche chill. Yes. Yeah, I heard I heard it. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Is that something that he said before and I'm just not remembering? No, or I, I don't think he said it before. Catchphrase? I don't, yeah, I don't think he said, said it before. And I don't, was that a thing in the early 2000s that like, people said no. or maybe like some celebrity said it for I know a week douchebag was but yeah, douche chill. don't believe so yeah i'm not familiar with douche chill outside of tobias saying it a couple a couple times honestly it it sounds like something tobias would just come up with so <laughs> douche chill is a mystery it appears to be from tobias but there's some uh questionable things on urban dictionary moving on charlie do you have any uh topics for us i like when george michael was talking with Job and asking him if he had any awkward moments with girls. <laughs> and Job was just like, like if there was three of us and I didn't know where to start. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, it's like, he's so innocent. Why are you doing this to him? <laughs> yeah, Job jo was not helpful at all. Uh, counter helpful. 
He's like, so I should just be myself? (laughs) (laughs) See, George Michael knew what he was supposed to hear. He got there. So speaking of that, at the scene, they were buying mice for $13. And Job asked, how many mice can you get? And George Michael later said it was a hell of a lot of mice. So how many mice do you think he got for $13? My guess is 20. Three. So 20 and three. Peter, what do you think? (laughs) Wait, Gio thinks a lot of mice is three? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would side with Charlie on this because I think a lot of times mice is also sold as like food and stuff. So I can't see that it's too expensive. So probably quite a bit. Okay. And I'll say, I'll say probably six. Cause I'd, I'd be surprised if it was for $13 even back then. See, the six even seems like a lot, but I'm assuming there weren't really mice in the box when Job smacked it out of his hands in real life. Or on the floor when Tobias was trying to get rid of them with his borrowed gun. <laughs> yes, and I like the scene where he first gets the gun, because the guy's like, it'll take you a few days to get your license, so here, you can use mine in the meantime. That sounds very, you know, American. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very nice, that guard. Real American hero. It's surprising that a mall security guard would even have a gun to begin with. Uh, let's see. Geo, did you have another topic for us? I thought it was... It was funny that uh, uh, maybe his parents think that they know her so well and think that they know what she will say after getting asked a question. Like when uh, Michael asked, maybe it was like going to take your daughter to work day. And uh, Tobias was like, I don't think she'll say yes. Uh, she won't say yes to this. And then she was like, yeah, fine. And it happened again with Lindsay, too. I forget what, what the question was with Lindsay. What she was like, that was the question for Lindsay and the one. Uh, with Tobias, I think he was telling her to like go upstairs and like stop watching the girl's low self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And also, I find it great that Anyang is finally talking in full conversations in English. I, I like what Michael says. I liked it better when he just said Anyang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Anyang can't just say, hey, Anyang means hello and goodbye in Korean. That's not my goddamn name. He probably has ulterior motives. <laughs> I think Buster also would have enjoyed when Anyang only said one word because now he just gets insulted and says go fatty and all that <laughs> stuff. Is Buster really that fat? I, I don't yeah, think I'm he's fatter that fat. than him. I don't I'm know. Fat. He's getting, he's getting body shamed by all the kids in this episode. Yeah, I, I think we need justice for Buster. He, he's not fat. I'm the one that's fat. Poor this, dude's getting game. bullied as fuck. <laughs> well, he got his revenge on the kids and he kicked like Anyang right in the face with a soccer ball, so... It worked out. Uh, what did everybody think about Oscar returning? It was nice to see him again, but he is such a creep. Or when him and Buster were having their massage off. Yeah, like, it's just, it made me physically uncomfortable. <laughs> the massage-a-thon, that's what I called it. Family similarities there. Uh, like when, like, at the end when Buster's resisting the urge and he barges out and he says, I'm a man, I'm a man. I like Oscar's quote to the CEO's like, your tongue is as sharp as your body is still taut. And then he proceeds to try <laughs> <laughs> like nibble on her breast while at a, a kid's soccer game in public that was classy totally normal thing to do i liked it when george senior was being truthfully honest and he was talking to buster he's like that's not why we didn't have you do sports when you were younger you were just a turd out there you couldn't kick and you couldn't run you're just a turd <laughs> Poor Buster. Buster thought there was a ban on organized sports, and you know they, he, he was just deterred, and he embarrassed them. So I did like that he got his uh moments at the end there, and just murked all those kids. He went berserk on, on a bunch <laughs> of kids again who were taunting him 
calling him fatty. So it was just a massive assault on the soccer field. That was kicked the ball right in the chest of Anyang, like just wrecked him. Let's see, Peter. Did you have another topic? Speaking of Tobias being the security guard, I thought it was a funny callback when they said he was surprisingly cat-like. Yes. <laughs> that was a reference to a previous episode that I enjoyed, so that that was funny. He always ends up on all fours. In the fact that he wasn't the only person in the family to have a job at the mall um, was interesting. Lindsay got a job. Out of, I think, boredom or whatever, but she didn't want to admit to be working. So she would rather her family think that she was stealing and shoplifting than actually making an honest living. So I think that shows a lot about her. Yeah, no, they definitely seem to look down on people who work, or at least she feels like they would, Uh, except for Michael. Michael would have probably been more proud. And then I like his interaction with her because he's talking about, you know, our dad's in jail for stealing. It starts off with him seeing her in a new thing, and, and she's like, oh, this is something that mom gave me and he's like it has a price tag and she's like oh sweet old thing she must have um, wanted me to have something new and he's like only two of those words describe his mom so i know you're lying <laughs> and then the next time she references her she calls her old thing which <laughs> she's like old thing gave it to me i thought that was also pretty humorous <laughs> Thing. I like that she went as far as wearing a disguise to work at the fucking mall. Like, <laughs> yeah. And her story about stealing led to Job's jealousy about her potential sleight of hand, which led to the whole buying mice and distraction thing. So it was a catalyst for a lot of uh, comedy in this episode. Just for her to lose her job and end up shoplifting. <laughs> right. This is the episode where she gets ca- caught shoplifting, gets thrown to the ground, right? By Tobias. So she wasn't shoplifting; she was working by Tobias. But afterwards, she was fired because her the store thought she was helping Job shoplift. So then she started shoplifting. But when she was tackled, she she was actually working. Right. Yeah. She was sarcastically saying that she was stealing. And Tobias like took her down, tackled down to the ground. He took down his own wife to the ground right but she was working she wasn't shoplifting at that time yeah she was working yeah she was on the phone saying yes michael i am shoplifting and that's why tobias tackled her but she was she was actually like bagging something up for someone (laughs) uh i got a quote let's hear it if you give someone permission to use a tissue you can't be upset when they blow their nose That was my impression of Job. Job's response to Michael being upset with him for blowing up the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think was interesting in this episode is it shows that Maybe's lack of desire to work, like she literally jumps out of a moving car, I think, a couple times to avoid bringing your daughter to work day. That was pretty funny. And then Michael tries to make a bet with her um, so that they both don't lie for a day and that becomes a challenge for both of them, obviously. So that was pretty interesting. I think she was also climbing a tree, a tree to get yeah, to yeah. get away from him. She had the leaves in her. Yeah. Michael was like, oh, you, you're a real climber. You can climb well. Something like that. Yeah, speaking of maybe doing Bring Your Daughter to Work Day, what did you think about the like flashback of her and Tobias with that patient? Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I keep getting this longing, <laughs> this urge. Does that make me a homosexual? Yes. Maybe, please. Although she's probably right, though. <laughs> probably are homosexual. 
<laughs> Tobias's hair was funny when he was older or younger. Too. Her coming, um, going with Michael to work and then eventually to the police station led her to the big discovery that Kitty wasn't actually dead, which I don't know if we actually mentioned, but they part of the storyline was that Michael was being questioned by police because Kitty was supposedly disappeared and then they had proof that she was like on the yacht on the Girls with Low Self-Esteem video. And it turns out Kitty was at the police station all along and um, she wants revenge and she thinks Michael tried to kill her. Yeah, and it is funny that like a big theme of this episode was like being honest and telling the truth like with Michael and maybe... And then, like, they, it's revealed that, like, the cops were lying to them the whole time, too. And Michael also uh, was being dishonest, not around, maybe. And, yeah, I like when he's talking to Barry and the detectives, and they ask, are you willing to take a polygraph? And then Barry says, are you nuts? And, <laughs> like, super loud. Right. <laughs> and then Michael's response is, not without a better lawyer. I thought it was funny, the part where it was, uh, bring your daughter to work day for everyone, like uh, like Charlie was explaining. And then at, towards the end, they had the manual laborer and, and some yeah. kind of like a golf cart. And, <laughs> and her da- his daughter was driving the car. The, Lo the, the cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally that was a, just a running gag dump. literally everyone was bringing their daughter to work day for every random thing you can with think the of. cop with the yeah. baby yeah yeah like you woke up emma <laughs> that, that cop was that had the baby was on was in a comedy troupe i know the the other cop the one who didn't have the baby yeah. he was also in uh mr show and he's in a lot of other things and He's also in trouble now because he was at the January 6th thing. So. Ooh! Yeah. What January 6th thing? What? <laughs> what? You're serious. I don't know. I don't watch the news. It's all right. It's all right. Oh. What? Oh. I don't know. Oh. What, what January 6th thing do you think we're talking about? Oh, shit. Uh, the president? Yeah, <laughs> Storming the Capitol. Oh, that thing. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I forgot oh. about that. Oh, we love you, Gio. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. yeah, that that actor was in the comedy troupe Kids in the Hall. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Not not the one who stormed the Capitol, but the other one who brought the, the other baby. One the baby. Just yeah. to be clear. The one that had the baby on him. Yeah. That's the one that yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. He was the one that was in the kids in the hall. Yeah. I remember that. that I think I remember watching a few of the episodes of kids in the hall. Good show. Dave Foley news radio alum. That's what I was going to, I was going to mention if we, if we didn't figure out what troop he was in, I was going to mention that that guy was in it too. Did you know his name? No, I didn't know his name. <laughs> I was you know, that guy I was in it. Up, you know, you know that, that flawed guy? I was going to say that guy was, was in it too. I was going to bring up oh, news radio. I was going to bring up news radio, man. Him and Roy Howard hang out all the time. Him and Bill Hartman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to bring up news radio. All right. All right. All right. Back to Arrested Development. Uh, anybody have anything else on this episode? I was a little disappointed that the title reference didn't have more reference to the Sally Fields movie that shared the same name. That was about a woman trying to escape 
Iran with her daughter away from her Iranian husband who's like trying to like kidnap them there. I thought it would be more interesting. I seen that movie is a good movie. If that was skittle part in, but um but it was all just about bring your daughter to work day. So I was a little disappointed in that, but other than that I think that's all I had to talk about. Okay. Wait, I lied. I also thought it was weird that Lucille wanted her sons to pretend to be her husband. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that was a, weird. A soccer game. That was kind of odd. Well, she also wanted them to bid on her at the charity auction earlier in the season. Yeah. And then when Oscar was telling Buster that he thinks that she's not happy, he's like, no, she's happy. She's just mean all the time. <laughs> that was that was a nice quote from about his mother when they first were introducing the fact that she wanted to be your husband buster first was like oh, i'm not gonna have to be your husband which at first you took as a weird thing because the dynamics of their relationship he's a little too close to his mom but then she realized you realize that she's you no know, legit trying to have one of her kids pretend to be her husband <laughs> also like nobody knows that michael's her son question mark because her whole thing was like She's like, everyone knows Buster's my son. I can't take him. Like, nobody knows that Michael's your son. Like, True, true. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I think you'll see more things in the throughout the series that show how public her and Buster are as mother and son. Oof. <laughs> yeah, actually, one thing I know earlier you mentioned about Job talking to George Michael about being awkward around girls. I, I don't remember if you mentioned his quote at the end. And he said, not a lot of complaints, if you know what I mean. At least not from the girl. <laughs> All right, so I think it's time for our frozen bananas. This is where we rate the episode 1 to 10, and we're going to start with Peter. Peter, what do you got for us? Like I said, it wasn't my favorite episode. I think I'm going to rate it 6 frozen bananas. All right, 6 frozen bananas from Peter. Gio, what do you got for us? I'm going to rank this 6.8. Right, 6.8 frozen bananas from Gio. All right, Charlie, what do you got for us? I had mine at a 6.5. I realized that the, I think we had what, like two kitty focused episodes, like really focused on her. And for whatever reason, I find them kind of boring, but this did have a lot of good, like, you know, jokes in it. So yeah, you get a good 6.5 out of me. All right, 6.5. And apparently you hate Judy Greer. All right. Apparently. <laughs> All right, moving on. I, for me, I'm going to, I say, I also agree with what everyone's saying. It's uh, not the best episode, but there's a lot of little things and a lot of fun details in here that I like a lot. So I'm going to give this a solid 7.5. It's, uh, it's a fun episode and I look forward to rewatching it. But first, we're going to finish season one next week by watching the episode titled let them eat cake so i look forward to discussing that with these fine gentlemen and uh, we will reconvene next week bye everybody bye 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 paul blart i don't think paul blart had a gun he didn't and uh, neither did uh ronnie barnhart but he still he got one eventually if anybody knows what that's from Nope. The superior mall cop movie, uh, Observe and Report with Seth Rogen. John takes that movie very serious. If you are over at his house and watching it, you must pay attention. It will get very upset if you do not give it the proper respect and attention he thinks it deserves. <laughs> Is that happen? Is that what happened? I'd say it's movies in general, but yeah, it's a movie that is entertaining.